Kindness is the secret sauce to live a happy life. When you start using kindness in your life, it's like a drug. Kindness makes you feel better and makes someone else feel better. And that person will be inspired to make someone else feel better. It's like a chain reaction of happiness and positivity. Being kind is the cheapest thing. You can really be kind in many ways. One of the things that I love to do as an artist, I draw kind messages on post-its and I just stick them on the door of the post office so that the next person that comes in, they see a message that it's like, today it's going to be awesome or everything will be okay or like, it's okay not to be okay. And that person maybe will smile about it and kindness have the power of change someone's day. And I'm not too naive in saying that because I have experienced kindness and I know that it has an incredible power and it's contagious. We can create a good pandemic of kindness all around the world. Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life, the podcast that will teach you how to trigger upward spirals of health and happiness in your life. I'm Andy Proctor, a happiness activist whose goal is to make your life more happy with science-backed strategies and powerful interviews. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life. This is your host, Andy Proctor. Thanks so much for listening. Today's guest is such a good person. I just loved Mauro. It's, it's such a good guy, and I'm excited to introduce you to him. So originally, he's from Italy. Mauro Gatti lives in Los Angeles, where everyone surfs except for him. <laughs> I actually used to live there, and at least in Huntington Beach, and I also didn't surf. So me and Mauro. Uh, Mauro is an award-winning creative director, illustrator, and designer who loves pizza, dogs, and imagining things. He also loves to make people happy with his art because a smile is the cheapest route to happiness. That is beautiful, and I agree with that. Mauro is also the creator of the Happiness Broadcast, where he finds positive news from all over the world and creates art to depict the positive stories that are happening. His account on Instagram has over 530,000 followers with even more on Facebook and Twitter. He recently published a book that just came out yesterday, September 22nd, and is both pleasing to the eye and inspiring to the soul. I really am excited to get my copy of it. I just ordered it last week and so excited. I just loved my conversation with Mauro and hope you not only listen to our conversation, but that you go and follow his inspiring work. Seriously, I've been following his Instagram for a while. It's been years and uh, it's just a nice positive dose of goodness that you need on a daily basis. And we all need a little bit of positivity right now amidst a lot of the things that um, are going on in the world that are outside of our control. And, you know, one big takeaway that I took, uh, from, from Mauro was to get out and to do something, to take action. Even if you only watch negative news, uh, you know, to stay informed, also do something to be a part of the solution, uh, not just, uh, listen to the problems. Uh, it was a huge takeaway for me, you know, all the positive news, that that he puts out there as art is a result of somebody who decided to take action for a good cause. So 
I'm excited to uh, share this uh, conversation with with you, and I hope that you enjoy it just as much as I did. So on to the interview with Mauro Gatti of The Happy Broadcast. You may have seen my recent post about the top five regrets of the dying. What are those top five regrets? Well, I'll tell you right now. First, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Second, I wish I had worked I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Third, I wish I had the courage to express my true feelings. Fourth, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Fifth, I wish I had let myself be happier. You know, every time I hear those again, it motivates me to get real and to make the best of my life. I want to make sure also that you make the best of your life. The last thing I would want is for you to have any of these regrets that I just talked about. For this purpose, I'm offering my science-based coaching to my listeners. If you are interested in making a breakthrough in your life, decreasing anxiety, increasing optimism, improving your health, having the courage to take that step into your next life-affirming quest, please reach out to me. You can book a free session with me by just going to the coaching link on morehappylife.co or just send me a message on Instagram or just email me at Andy at morehappylife.co. Now back to the show. Welcome to the show, Mauro Gatti. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah. so happy to, to do this. Yeah, me too. And you know, I've been absolutely inspired by your work on the Happy Broadcast, as so many other people are too. And I love sharing your stuff to make people, you know, a little bit more happy each day. And I actually did an entire episode. Um, people who've been listening for a while, episode 92 was based on uh, some of the posts that you created a while back when I felt like a lot of people were just like, you know, dooming and glooming. And so I That's really- That's great. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I love your stuff. I love your creativity and, you know, your, your gifts and talents that you're using you know, not only professionally, but also in this way to help the world be a little bit happier. So that's awesome. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about like what inspired you to start the happy broadcast and, you know, what kept you going on, on this kind of pursuit? Yeah, that's a great question. Anxiety was my source of inspiration. Mm. I'm a, I'm a, I would say like an anxious person, you know, it's, it's yeah. something that I guess runs in my family and, and a heavy with me, but especially after moving to the US, I, I, I live in Los Angeles. I realized I was inundated with this like news coming from like everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a world of like screens. So whether yeah. it's like your phone, the TV, you know, your computer, right. push notifications were always somehow in in touch with what's happening in the world then you know the majority unfortunately the majority of these news are like you know fear-mongering clickbaiting headlines mm -hmm. and uh, they really made my anxiety spike and i'm not you know i i think it's very 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 important to report problems and issues because we can only prevent what we know it's bad so we can yeah. prevent from happening again. But uh, I also believe that there is so much good in the world that just needs to be found and promoted. And that was the basically the foundation of the happy broadcast. 
because I guess it was like me 2018, I was like, okay, I'm not an influencer, I'm not a journalist, uh, I am an artist, you know, <laughs> so I yeah. am a creative person. And I want to find a different way um, where I can spread positivity and highlight the good uh, happening uh, um, in the world. So I guess that day we, we can say that the happy broadcast was born and, and it's like this, <laughs> this format that, that, you know, basically joins art uh, and, uh, you know, happy headlines uh, mm. in order to achieve, um, I guess, this, this definition of like anxiety-free news uh, which is basically like a like a small antidote to the doom and gloom that we see in the media. So it's like if you take every morning like a little sip of positivity. Yeah, no, I I really love that, and it it really does inspire. I mean, I was so inspired. I and thank you for getting personal and sharing a little bit of, about your anxiety. I've also struggled with anxiety myself, and. I think a lot of people, you know, uh, as I've talked about it on the podcast, a lot of people do. I mean, so many, you know, I, I think like one in five people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think, uh, you know, I, I've lived with anxiety all my life. And, you know, I feel like that there is like a kind of a bias or shame, especially if you're like a man to just say, yes. hey, I'm anxious or uh, I'm having panic attacks, which right. are the, one of the worst things that oh. can happen. But we tend to just, I don't know, because maybe uh, for some, some kind of like a macho culture, we think that a man is like made of steel. So nothing passed through uh, these, like, these like facade of, of like steel. But uh, right. once you open up, uh, for me specifically, opening up about my anxiety was like 50% of solving my anxiety issues. So mm. that's an advice that I give to everybody. It's like, you know, talk to someone, you know, um, yeah, share that cares story. about you, you know, yeah. you share, share your story. You know, it's like, um, it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's a first step, you know, so. Mm. I love that. Th thank you for sharing that too. Cause I think that's huge, especially about, you know, being a man. I totally agree with that. Actually, uh, two episodes ago, I interviewed um, a woman who is, is just passionate about helping empower men, you know, to feel emotions and to express yeah. their emotions, you know, cause it is hard, uh, societally. So thank you for, for being, brave to do that and i love what you said about just sharing just talking about it is the first step i think i love yeah. i love that that's powerful so i, I want to talk a little bit more about the um this uh this happiness broadcast you know i think uh from dolphins who form boy bands <laughs> to seniors recreating iconic movie posters to raise money for alzheimer's uh, research, you know, to record-breaking reforestation in Ethiopia and Canadian startups building a facility to scrub a megaton of CO2 from the atmosphere every year. You share so much just good stuff. And I'm like, how do you find this stuff? You know, in a world full of negative news, you know, how, how do you just like stumble upon the good stuff? Or do you have to deliberately look for it? Like, where, where do you get this stuff? It's amazing. Um, 
Well, the funny thing is that, you know, when I started the project, basically I was like, okay, I have this idea and let's find some good news. And like in one second, I found this like article that had like probably 50 good news in it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so easy. You know, so I, I think I illustrated uh, the first like 20 or 30. Mm. And then I started to look for more positive news. Uh, and it took me like a good three days to find uh, two good news. And wow. then I was like, oh my God, you know, the point is that, you know, right. they're not easy to find. You know, you don't stumble upon good news or very seldom you do that. Uh, mm. But generally, you have to dig. You have to dig very deep uh, because good news very seldom make the homepage. Yeah. You know, so they're like buried under like a pile of like, not bad news, but like, you know, news in general. You know, right. something that you would not, you know, define as, as positive. Uh, and this is all based on, I, I mean, I don't want to spin um, around this concept, but, you know, it's all based on the negative bias, you know. Right. So, right. which is like, which is like um, the psychological definition of like that our brain uh, is more attracted to, you know, bad news. So you can have a pile of good news, uh, but you know, if you have a bad news, uh, you immediately move towards, you know, the bad news. So bad news somehow stick more with us uh, because right. of these, uh, you know, survival instinct that we have since the, you know, since the beginning of like uh, civilization, you know, right. so, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, so, so they're not, they're not easy to find, but you know, they're there. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate, and I know thousands of other people appreciate that you look for it and, uh, and not, not just find it because, you know, there's, it's one thing to make a list of all the positive news, you know, for yourself or even, you know, put it on a page or a blog or something. And it's another thing to make it into art, which is what you do, which I love. And I think so many people appreciate that. So thank you for doing that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, that, that's the easy part, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's <laughs> easy, easy for part. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's like, you know, it's what I do. So for me, that's, that's the easy part. But it's also like I was saying in the beginning, you know, I always feel like that, you know, you have to find your like tone of voice. And this is like a, mm. an advice that I always give to artists and, you know, illustrators and, and creative people in general. So you have to find your tone of voice. So for me, this format of the happy broadcast was my way of like uh, standing out somehow from like, uh, you know, other projects that are trying to, you know, promote good news. And, you know, I love all of them and, and I follow all of them and I'm friends with most of them, but I wanted to do something um, that was more like somehow family oriented. Uh, so mm. also somehow educational so that the format can work for, you know, everyone, you know, whether you're yeah. a kid or an adult, uh, you immediately connect uh, with like a drawing, you know? Yeah. So my, I don't know, my dream is like to go back to a point uh, where like parents and, you know, their children can just sit together and like watch the news, you know, <laughs> which is something that nowadays uh, is gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
But basically, I, I see parents like covering their kids' eyes when there are like news on TV, or it's something that they do not enjoy to do together anymore because, again, like 90% is like doom and gloom, and you just don't want to expose your kid to, you know, that kind of narrative on a daily basis. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think about, I don't know, back in what was it, the 1960s or something when, you know, you watch the movie like Apollo 13 and you see the whole family getting together to watch, you know, this big broadcast of, you know, landing on the moon. And and it's like, that was such cool news. So inspiring, you know? And now, like you said, because of this kind of news cycle and our brain's negativity bias and how that sells, um, it's so hard to find. It's so hard to find. So yeah, I just love what you're doing. And uh, there's research, you know, on how exposing ourselves to news daily uh, can be actually can be bad for our health. It's interesting. Um, There's, you know, so much negativity, like you said, being blasted from most channels, right? Because it sells, uh, especially during the pandemic mixed with, um, like a U.S. election year and lots of things yeah. going on, you know, um, that are that are pretty negatively biased. Um, and you know, you recently did a really powerful post about what you call doom scrolling, and I just would love to kind of talk about that a little bit. How does doom scrolling, uh, first of all, impact our mental health? Um, well, yeah, first of all, I what mean, is what is doom scrolling? Kind of explain what that means, and then yeah, how does that impact us? Yeah, so I was I, I'm constantly you know researching on you know what causes anxiety, you know, and um, since yeah. the beginning of this pandemic and the you know social distancing and lockdown, you know, the screen time you know has like spiked because a lot of people. Um, have been forced to stay home you know mm. uh and so we live again in a in in a in a connected world you know so yeah. you have like uh you can binge uh, like show on a tv but now you can binge uh, basically news uh, on your phone so yeah. it's like there is an endless you know you can basically yeah. endlessly scroll your bad news on your phone and that is like the essence of like you know doom scrolling is basically just keep scrolling for hours on end you know mm. on bed on bed on bed news and yeah. the point is that the, the 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 worse is the news the more you doom scroll mm. so uh for the negativity bias thing that we were saying before but uh you know so these it's so like based off the time. algorithm, right? Like the algorithm, if you oh, do yeah. scroll, it's just going to keep getting worse, right? It's not going to yeah, like improve. Yeah, yeah. The algorithm, the algorithm and on social, you know, networks and, and such, yeah. you know, serve, but even on Netflix, I mean, the algorithm <laughs> yeah. serves you what you like. So if yeah. you're watching like uh, 10 videos in a day uh, about the pandemic, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be sure that for the next three days you're you know the menu is like pandemic videos right so it's hard to break that cycle and uh you know i would say that the again the amount of screen time is directly proportional to the 
amount of like news that you're like ingesting and if they're bad news uh, the amount of doom scrolling that you're performing so it's mm. really like a bad cycle and you know that is just like basically putting gasoline on your anxiety it can mm. make you more depressed uh, and it and it can make you more isolated because a lot of these like uh, bad news uh, are like injected with like racism you know and yeah. and many other bad stuff that make us more you know isolated because we fear other people more so we're just staying inside our house and you know just right. just feel anxious you know about everything yeah no it's 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 fascinating that that happens to us um i'm totally spacing on the the phenomenon that happens when we believe that the world it's uh, the the uh, um, bad world syndrome or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but where we believe that the world is like worse than it actually is. And then our trust of other people goes down, even yeah. though, you know, and, and, and then that makes it even worse. Right. And so um, I, I think I, I really love what you said uh, on one of your posts, staying informed is important, but being overwhelmed by tragedy serves no purpose. I love that. And with, you know, with like so much increase in screen time, like like 50% increase of screen time, I mean, that's, it's crazy um, how much yeah. it can infiltrate our, our, our attention and, um, and ultimately have an impact on, on our mental wellness and, and, and our physical wellness, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 I mean, like, Staying informed is important. I mean, to me, that's the biggest statement. You know, I do not agree with people that are only into bad news, but the same way I do not agree with people that are only into, you know, good news uh, because that can create a, mm. a false sense of complacency. You know, yeah. if you just think that everything is like fine and dandy and, and your diet is only like good news, uh, I feel like that you're like isolating yourself from reality and that to me is it is as dangerous as the as the other as the other thing um so yeah. you know I, i'm italian so i always use like food analogies but um <laughs> you know to me like a balanced diet is the solution yeah. you know you can absolutely scroll through bad news because those are like things that are happening right now but you have to introduce in your diet also positivity because mm. that's, that's what the secret of like keeping you sane. Yeah. I, I, as a positive psychology activist, I a hundred percent agree. And I think there's, um, there's a, a researcher, Michelle Gielin, she wrote a really uh, powerful book called broadcasting happiness. And she was a, uh, um, a journalist actually uh, for, I think uh, CNN or CBS or something like that. And she, um, you know, became really depressed and her health started yeah. being really hard, bad and, and ended up becoming studying the psychology of it and quitting media because of how it was impacting her to be reporting on this constantly. And she started this kind of campaign to really try to transform journalism and she calls it transformative journalism, which is yeah. like you said, still staying informed in a positive way, but, uh, or, or so st st still staying informed um and as journalism uh putting the news out there still but not doing it in a way that makes it seem like there's no solution 
Um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so I, I really love, I really love that approach too. And um, so I wonder if you could share um, some things that, uh, you know, we can maybe do that, um, you know, people can, uh, be a little bit more healthy in this regard, you know, in not doom scrolling and having kind of a more healthy relationship with, with news or with social media. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I talked already about this like news diet, you know, so yeah. it's like balancing uh, I love that um, good news and, 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 and bad news. And also, you know, just taking a break. You know, that's mm. also part of the diet. You cannot constantly eat. Uh, you need to, you yeah. know, give yourself a little bit of time to digest or exercise or like do things that are not, um, you know, done with your phone. So, mm. and that goes into these like healthy boundaries kind of like point uh, where sometimes you just need to separate yourself from your phone. You know, I know that the phone has become like uh, almost like a physical extension of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. um, but sometimes, you know, you just you just do something without having your your phone there. And I'm not saying like hours, uh, mm -hmm. um, but you can just take a little break and you know build these like healthy um, habit. Yeah. Um, and one of the examples is like when you go to sleep, you know. Um, mm. what I usually do when I go to sleep, uh, is that when I go in bed, uh, the phone is not there with me, mm. you know, uh, I just turn off the device, uh, and it's away from the bed. So I don't have the, you know, temptation of like reaching out and, you know, reading or, Oh, I got a notification and I have to pick up the phone. Mm. So I don't sleep a lot because I sleep like probably six hours or less a, a, a night, mm. but, uh, it's it's like it's like real sleep you know so i don't have blue light in my eyes before going to sleep my brain is not like activated by these like small you know uh bright screen for like right. an hour um yeah and i just and i just try to have like you know happy thoughts or just watching something on the tv just to fall asleep you know mm -hmm. uh usually seinfeld uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then of course, you know, it's like I was saying in the beginning, uh, when I was like sharing your anxiety with someone, you know, connecting with other people, uh, it's very important. So if you feel like you're like locked into this like nasty cycle, just talk to someone, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes if you're like doom scrolling and you're getting anxious, you can just like, uh, go on a zoom call, you know, just, yeah. just call, just, just call a friend and just spend some time talking about whatever you want, you know, nerdy stuff, uh, food, uh, uh wh whatever is gonna make you less, less anxious. Uh, mm. I, I, I feel that is always for me the best thing to do. You know, whenever I feel anxious, like, human contact it's not like going on the internet and oh let me google how i can solve this issue it's you know it's like taking a break from the screen and maybe talking to someone that cares about me whether it's like my friends my girlfriend um and so forth yeah mm. yeah that's i think it's huge and you know the people who uh, in the blue zones research, uh, they talk about the happiest, healthiest people on earth socialize 
for like six hours a day, <laughs> which I think yeah. is like crazy. Uh, you, for being from Italy, you probably think that's normal, right? That's like, yeah. that's just, that's awesome. <laughs> but, um, and, and, but, uh, you know, I think um, connecting with other people in real life is so, so important. I mean, it's, it's huge. And I love, I love what you talk about healthy boundaries and having this news diet and, um, you know, trying to keep it uh, intentional and, and not having, you know, any kind of screen time uh, right before bed and sleeping away from your phone. You know, I actually, um, I, I made it a point to, to charge my phone uh, in, a, in like a separate room yeah. over, overnight uh, just because I, I would wake up in the morning and just like get like a neck, a neck ache, you know, because I would just pick up my phone like when I was still laying there in bed and I would try yeah. to like, you know, and you, you know, I mean, I think everybody like knows what that is. It's a like. posture. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a classic bed posture, right? You know, <laughs> that everyone knows like the stiff neck in the morning mm -hmm. and the, the regret of like, Oh my God, I spent three hours yesterday right. in bed, <laughs> you know, scrolling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I, I say, okay, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go and get my phone, like I got to wait, I got to like get up, drink some water, walk into a different room, unplug my phone, and then I can, you know, do it. And that makes me a little bit less likely to just like scroll, scroll for like, you know, hours in my bed. So, um, but yeah, think, I mean, yeah. yeah, another healthy thing. Uh, and I love like structures in my life. Uh, yeah. It's like, um, th there is this like, it's called Pomodoro technique. Uh, it's a, mm. it's a, it, it's a weird, it's a weird name, but uh, Pomodoro means tomato in Italian, but it's, it's very well <laughs> known. And it's like a productivity technique to basically increase your productivity where you're like setting time slots uh, where you work without distractions. Mm. So turn off all the notifications. And then there is a reward after like three slots of work uh, where you can just like, check your mail, check your socials and, and so mm. forth, you know? So, yeah. and, and I think that is very helpful for me when I have a deadline, uh, so I don't get distracted, but it's something that I also try to do during the day, generally with like social media, you know, because it's so easy to get like dragged. And I'm not just talking about doom scrolling is also like, you know, just Instagram scrolling, right? You know, just, scrolling for hours looking at other people's life other people's work uh, yep. which is great you know i feel like like what you were saying before like back in the days we were used to connect maybe six hours a day in person nowadays mm. even during coronavirus it's like harder and harder yeah uh, it is. so social media can really keep us together and social media is an amazing thing you know i will never be the Agreed. one that says like oh social media is evil social media is an amazing tool to connect with other people but it's how we use it, you know, that's, yes. that's, that's, that's the point. The, the, the tool itself is amazing. It's how you use it, you know, and that goes for every tool in the world. Um, mm. So f for me, you know, you can really set, you know, like a chunk of time during the day to chat with your friends. You can set a chunk of time during the day to just scroll Instagram and maybe get inspired. The problem is that, when this behavior is completely inter intertwined with your day. Mm. So there is no strategy around it. So every single time you see a notification on your phone, you just pick it up. And that to me is very disruptive and yeah. very stressful. 
And to be honest, we already live in a very stressful society. So my point is like, you know, things are stressful, stressful enough without thinking or being exposed to all these all day long. So you can really say, okay, I'm watching the news in the morning for like 30 minutes and then I'm watching the news, you know, before dinner, you know, mm. for like 30 minutes. As it was like back in the days, I mean, when I was like a, a little boy, you know, we had the, 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 the newsreel in the morning and the newsreel at night, you know. So yeah. during the day, there was nothing, you know. Right. You were just going on with your day. And I feel like that, that behavior can be very helpful. Mm. That's great. I love that suggestion. And I think it can be helpful because it almost makes you the master of you know, instead of, instead of it being your master, like you are the master of, of social media, right. And, and how you interact with it. So I think that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, it's an active behavior compared to the passive behavior of like, uh, just yeah. being the recipient of like notifications and news and, and stuff like that. So you, you're in charge hmm. of, you know, your, uh, news intake. Yeah, I love that. It's like less of a victim and more, more, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, I guess you could say, um, a little bit more purposeful in how you yeah. approach it. So I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think, um, I'd love to just kind of end with a couple of questions here about how, you know, you how would you or what would you say to somebody because i think there's a lot of people out there today especially um who are just watching a lot of the news and um because they don't have this deliberate practice of you know trying to find the positive stuff as well they almost have this belief that you know the world is about to end you know and and that there's no hope and everything is just starting to kind of spiral out of control um, do you, do you agree with that? And what would you say to somebody who, who thinks that the world is kind of coming to an end? That's, that's, that's an amazing question. And, you know, you're basically opening like a Pandora vase because when, <laughs> you know, hope, uh, hope and kindness are basically the two pillars, uh, for the yeah. happy broadcast, you know, so yeah. it is scary and painful, you know, but, but you know, being exposed to these news, but I just don't want to spend personally, you know, a lot of time and energy focusing on how bad the world is, you know, and just feel completely helpless. Because like yeah. I was saying before, I can be in charge of what I feel or how yeah. I feel. So my point is that going back to the news diet is like, I'd rather look, you know, into, you know, some amazing stories of the you know selfless people that are dedicating their time and energy to to helping others and that's why you know the the happy broadcast is never just about uh, one of these news you know that it's like a quick dopamine rush of happiness and that's it and then you pass to the next one it's yeah. always like about the stories of the um of the the doers you know the problem solvers the amazing people that you know were facing like an issue and they decided to 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 step up you know so yeah. maybe they were hopeless but they did something so 
some people many times they dm me and they tell me that there's no hope you know and the world is yeah. about to end and i feel like that that has always been there you know since the beginning right. of the world you know yeah. you have people thinking you know the mayan and and all of that that right. the world yeah. is ending you know so my my answer is that there will always be hope sorry as long as there is action you know mm. hope without action doesn't make sense you know you're just sitting and hoping that someone else uh, is doing something you know we cannot just sit and hope um we can just witness what's wrong in the world and yeah let's wait for the next one to 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 fix it you know the 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 point is that the reason why we have positive news to share is because someone did something to solve an issues that you know worries us all so a positive news is basically the solution of a negative news so one at a time we can all make a positive impact and you know no matter how the issue is scary you know no matter how much an issue is scary yeah. you can go to the atomic level and find something to contribute you know you can see that the you know ocean is filled with plastic you know garbage right right and it can be overwhelming and you're saying oh my god we will never be able to solve that issue but you know you can start like tossing a plastic bottle into the blue bin you yeah. know and yeah. that that is like a good step to be part of the solution you don't have to quit your job uh, uh go on a boat in the middle of the ocean and start like you know <laughs> right. picking up plastic unless you really want uh, but yeah. you know you can decide to turn a negative into a positive by doing something and that to me is always the solution it's you know it's like people talking about kindness in general and i'm like kindness require action you know kindness is not otherwise it's just an, an empty like a void concept but mm. kindness is uh, holding the door for someone you know and you can start there before you go to level of kindness that are like you know headline worthy you know you yeah. can always start from you know a microscopic action and 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 progress from there because you know that's that's how you evolve you know you don't see like oh i want to be like a philanthropist and dedicate my life to these uh, or nothing yeah you know you, you can start small yeah i totally agree with that i i just love all those things you just shared and that there will always be hope as long as there is action. And, yeah. you know, the, the reason why we have positive news is because somebody decided to do something, right? They, they got up and they, they decided to make a difference in some way, in some small way. They, they may not have thought, oh, I'm going to change the world, you know, but they thought, I'm going to do something, you know? And, um, and I love that, you know, kindness requires action. And I think often um, I've thought about it this way in, 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 uh, I recently, a couple years ago, joined a, a local um, TEDx uh, board uh, committee to, to kind of help um, spread ideas worth sharing, right? Like uh, the good things and the solutions. Cause I think a lot of times news the news cycle is kind of the source of, of the problems that exist, right? Here's, here's yeah. a problem. Here's a problem. Here's a problem. There's a lot of problems. 
And then I almost see like TED talks and TED types of types of organizations as, you know, people who are, who are trying to organize to share solutions and to share possible actions. Right. So I think that that's something that to me, that to me that has helped bring me a lot of hope is like trying to curate and gather all these people together for this like TEDx event um, that, that, you know, is sharing solutions. So, yeah. 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 I mean, a hundred percent, you know, it's like, I always say that, you know, you see climate change and, you know, climate change is overwhelming. There is no other way to put it. You know, yeah. it's like overwhelming because it seems something so right. dangerous and so big that you're like, okay, we're done. You know, yeah. the world is going to end. But then you see people like Greta Thunberg, which is like a teenager that decides to skip school and go in front of the parliament and hold the sign for as long as it is required and look what, you know, she created hmm. the movement, you know, um, that, that, that she created. So for me, that's an example that, yeah. you know, you, you don't need to be like a billionaire to solve things. Right. You just need to be part of a community that has a goal of making this world like a, like a better place. Because like I was saying before, you know, positive news are a solution to a bad news, you know? Yeah. So it's, and, and, you know, that's why I love stories when I see people like a guy planting a tree every day. And after like 30 years, there is a forest. To me, that is like <laughs> the, the best example of like human resilience mm -hmm. and the fact that we can change things. You know, it, it just takes enough willpower and determination um, to make something happen. I love that. I love that so much. What other advice of, you know, other than a lot of the things that you've already shared, what advice would you give to listeners who just really want a more happy life today? Uh, like I was saying before, you know, we talked about hope, but to me, kindness. I mean, kindness is like the secret sauce to live a happy life. You know, when you start, uh, you know, uh, using kindness uh, in your life uh, it's like a drug you know kindness makes you feel better and makes someone else feel better and that person will be inspired to make someone else feel better it's like a chain reaction of like uh, happiness and positivity so um, it's hard you know because like we were saying before people feel more and more isolated so they have less and less way of like you know, exercise kindness. Yeah. Um, but it just take like one little thing, you know, being kind is like the cheapest thing. You know, you can really, <laughs> you can really like be kind in many ways. I mean, I, one of the things that I love to do, and this is not going to change the world, but as an artist, I, I draw like kind messages on post-its, <laughs> you know, so, and I just stick them. You know, I stick them on the door of the post office so that the next person that comes in, uh, they see a message that it's like, you know, today it's going to be awesome or everything will be okay or like it's okay not to be okay. Um, and that person maybe will smile about it and it kind of have the power of change someone's day. And I'm not too naive in saying that because, you know, I have experienced kindness, uh, you know, directed towards me and I know that is like has an incredible 
power, you know, and it's contagious. So, you know, we can create like, a, you know, using the pandemic, you know, we can create it like a good pandemic of kindness, you know, all around the world. Love that. A good pandemic of kindness. That's really cool. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, you uh, recently uh, published a new book uh, or, or, or are publishing a new book. I, I pre-ordered it. I'm like super excited to get it. Um, so I'd love to have you share, you know, where can people get your book? Uh, where can people find you and follow you, support your cause? Um, well, thank you so much uh, for uh, um, dedicating some time to this. Uh, I really yeah. appreciate it. So, th- you know, the book has been like the... Uh, I, I think like labor of love, uh, if, if you will, uh, you know, and uh, it's one of the product extensions, one of the brand extensions that I had in mind from the beginning, because for as much as I am uh, like a digital person, I love a good book. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I feel like that book uh, retain and will always retain this power of like me sharing something with you and, uh, you know, they are like used. Uh, so th- they, I don't know, they hold a lot of like, you know, um, feelings and emotions and, and, you know, history in them. So that's, mm. that's why I love them. So the, the book is like, I, I, I love it. You know, it, it's like, you know, especially good as a gift or like something that you can yeah. put on a coffee table or even something that, and I, um, tell people to just put it in the bathroom you know when you go there in the morning uh, you know and you go there every morning uh, you know you just you 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 just like flip through the pages and it gives you like a positive boost for for the day so yeah. it's it's filled with good news but it's also filled uh, with a lot of like interesting facts uh, and little things that you can do uh, going back to what I was saying before, like those little action that can create like a positive impact. So there are like things about the bees, things about the trees, things about the animals, uh, how to create like a zero waste kit uh, and stuff like that. So mm. the book uh, will be officially everywhere on Tuesday. So Whoa. September 22nd, uh, it's the official worldwide you know release uh, of the book and i'm very um very excited about it oh, that's uh, exciting. so I, I it will be available um you know online uh, I, I guess the classic amazon spartan nobles and and so forth mm. um and uh it will also be in like bookstores um uh, you know around the world um so that's yeah. awesome yeah, that's so it's, exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. So it seems like I'm trying to remember. I think it's thehappybroadcast.com is uh, your the website, right? Uh, and yes. then the happy broadcast yes. is it the happy broadcast book.com? The yeah, it's the happy broadcast book.com. That was specifically for the pre order. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, I, I would say that like the happy broadcast is on Facebook. Uh, uh on instagram uh, Mm. on twitter uh and yes there is a website which is the happybroadcast.com where i put all the sources because you know everything that i put out there uh on on social media has been fact checked uh, Mm, and it's like most of the time i'm biased uh because sometimes you know we're all biased we all are yeah (laughs) impossible to say it's totally unbiased uh, uh, but right. 
you know, uh, you can see the sources, you know, so you can see that everything that goes um, in the illustrations uh, has a has a source. So, mm. yeah, so cool. that's the, um, th that is the, the universe of, of the happy broadcast. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Well, Mauro, thank you so much for your time. I've just really loved our conversation and I'm excited to share this with, uh, so many people and I'm super excited for, for people to, to read your book too, and, uh, to be inspired while they're sitting in the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, not specifically <laughs> that, but yeah, enjoy the book. Uh, uh, and, and again, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I love what you do. Big fan. And um, we're like just positivity ambassadors. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. We're part yes. of the same club. I thank agree. you again. Absolutely. I really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. You can also find me on Instagram at morehappylife or by going to morehappylife.co. Thanks for listening and see you soon.